So glad to have you on this Wednesday. It is the Maggie and Perloff Show. We are live on CBS Sports Radio, coast to coast. We are also streaming YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. You're going to be want you're going to want to be watching the show today because Perloff's paying off a bet. He's going to take a pie to the face in about one hour from now. And yeah. you like picked your own poison here because you yeah. picked out your own pie. I'm first of all very hungry this time of day, and I have a pumpkin pie sitting here, <laughs> pristine. I have a question for you. I have a bottle of whipped cream. Yeah. Are you a whipped cream fan? Who isn't? I mean, I'm, yeah. I so got we can eat. Coursing we my only days. need half the bottle. We can all share the rest of whipped cream. Are you allowed to eat straight whipped cream once you're past twelve years old? <laughs> I don't know. Also, <laughs> is that something you pass around in an office? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Are we all gonna like, like go take yeah. it right to the dome? Ah. Uh. I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> I know Samperson. There's no doubt. He wanted to eat Sam the pie Billy. off the ground. I know. He said he would eat the pie as it <laughs> fell to the ground. I've never. So you're a big pie fan, Mike? Pumpkin pie especially. But yes, any kind of like a, not even like a fruit pie, like apple pie, blueberry pie, not for me, but like key lime pie, Boston cream pie, pumpkin pie, sweet right. potato pie. Love uh, those. You know key lime's <laughs> a fruit, right? No, no, but like creamy pies, like Got those it. kinds of pies I like. There's no way I would waste a key lime pie on an exercise like this. No, those key are lime's amazing. too um, incredible. Oh, when it's a, like frozen, super oh. cold key lime pie. Oh, yeah. oh, that's, oh. If you, and if you go to a place that specializes in key lime pie, I'm also a cheesecake fan, but that's way too dense for these purposes. <laughs> I could, I could be... suffocate myself with cheesecake. <laughs> You'd be like picking it out of your nose for yeah. an hour. Wait, che- uh, Maggie, cheesecake or key lime pie? Key lime pie all day. Is that your number one pie? My number one pie. Had it at my wedding. Love key lime pie. Gosh, this is a tough decision. I because I love cheesecake. Yeah, well, that's really good too. I mean, do we have to pick just one? You go in Mount Rushmore here. You want to really sports talk radio this thing up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mount Rushmore pies. First of all, we're gonna have to buy a second pie to eat this if we keep talking about. This. <laughs> I know. We're gonna bring back Wait, Tasty Thursday on a Wednesday. On a, cheesecake's on a pie, though. Technically, it's cake. Right. It's right there in the name. Wow. The Sampier <laughs> obviously chooses pumpkin. I think I'm going to go, is it apple crisp a pie? Sure. No, I'm still going. <laughs> apple crisp is a pie like a uh, apple fritter is a, a donut. donut. <laughs> you know, that you're, that's an old school one you're bringing back. I, I think um, what we got to do is, yes, we've got to pie you in the face, but we should have had an extra pie ready to go. I'm going to be honest. I've never eaten a pumpkin pie outside of the month of November. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't I have buy either. those for fun. It's a that's a Thanksgiving thing. I don't know that I have either. I I don't know where that would be presented because it's not on a restaurant menu. Are you sure that this pie wasn't left over from no, Thanksgiving? No, it, it was Sarah Lee frozen pumpkin pie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're, that thing was made in 1928. <laughs> 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 in there. Things were. I hope could it probably survive a nuclear I'm, bomb. I'm still surprised. I mean, like, Maggie, I know your sweet taste is very you know cinnamon donuts and apple yeah. fritters, but key lime pie being your number one go to, like yeah. I get I, it. I'm a big fan. I like key lime pie, yeah. but like I can only have a key lime pie in like special circumstances where I'm really craving it. Otherwise, nope. Numero uno for me. Wow. My my favorites, two favorite places to have it: Joe Stone Crab, famous oh, place in Miami, amazing, is, is amazing. And then also the Dinosaur Barbecue started in Syracuse, New York, but now they've got locations all over. Pa, the key lime pie is excellent. Sounds amazing. All right, let's see the Sara Lee. It is, it's does still, it defrosted? No. That's what <laughs> it I... It still feels pretty cold. <laughs> you have yeah. an hour. It's been out for six hours. This is heavy, by yeah. the way. Uh-oh. <laughs> you're, you're taking like a two-pound pie to the face. 
Oh boy. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, but can I wear a helmet? <laughs> I think you probably should. Is there a concussion <laughs> protocol after this? Carlos going to be down for three days after this. I'm put you in a dark room. You're not going to be able to watch TV or look at your phone. Oh, that's, that's, we should not be making fun of the concussion <laughs> protocol. <laughs> just saying, as of the symptoms. Um, okay. Well, I mean, maybe if he starts taking judo, he'll learn not to get a concussion afterwards. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's yeah. What, that's what two maybe is. Maybe I maybe I should delay the pie taking thing until uh, I get a judo lesson in <laughs> I'm sorry the committee is met and uh, today's your day when a spherical object is headed your way this is how you <laughs> I don't know duck you're uh, telling me this doesn't look amazing though I know it's Sarah Lee oh anyway yeah no it looks great it's heavy though yeah I'm sure how it looks on the front of the box is exactly how it looks when you open it yeah everyone knows that <laughs> it's like McDonald's those commercials are exactly what you're eating I know uh, okay we have to get to this because Simply can't be ignored. Uh, we love Diana Rossini. Love her. Perloff and I just saw her at the Super Bowl. How long did we talk to her for? 25 minutes? Oh, my gosh. She's one of the world's biggest Maggie Gray fans. Well, too, the feeling's the mutual. I mean, yeah, it's a, she's it's a two-way really street. funny. She's great. And her reporting is impeccable. Yep. It's excellent. She doesn't speculate. She doesn't talk. You know, She doesn't fill in gaps. You're getting exactly what she's hearing from the source. Okay. We know this about her for a fact. Here is what she said. The Jets said to Derek Carr as he was visiting the facility and visiting New Jersey this past weekend. They were pretty clear with them. They, they told him he's a great quarterback. They ran through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> and we laughed and we laughed and we laughed. I mean, I, my first reaction to that was just I couldn't stifle it. I was like, I, I I did a spit take. <laughs> because of Derek Carr or because of the Jets? No, because the idea that Derek Carr is a first ballot Hall yeah. of Famer. But even if he wins a Super Bowl, the idea that he's a first, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm not even trying to hit Derek Carr with a stray here. He's a good to great quarterback who I think the Jets, I'm advocating for them, saying don't wait for Rodgers, go for Carr. I just, Derek Carr, first ballot Hall of Famer, that does not compute in yes, my mind. but does it compute him leading the Jets to a Super Bowl? Also doesn't compute. If he completes that Herculean task, <laughs> I'm voting for him. I think we're all voting for him with the first ballot. That, well, I don't think the Jets presented it that way, but that is an incredible feat. Get the <laughs> no. Jets. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. First ballot Hall. You know, it's kind of like Geno Smith winning comeback player of the year. It's like, what did he come back from? Just like. Just from being Geno Smith, that's what he came back from, and he looks like he's a good quarterback. If you're the person who finally gets the Jets, the Lions, the Browns, like, yeah, do you just automatically get in because you're the guy? But I have news for you, Maggie, because you never believe quarterbacks. You thought Matthew Stafford was likely not a Hall of Famer. I, I do not see Matthew Stafford as a Hall of Famer. No. Let me just read some numbers to you about Derek Carr. Derek Carr is 31 years old. Yeah. He sits at 32nd on the all-time yardage list already. You know who he's about to pass in the first game of next season? We have a signed football of him right behind you. The one and only? Jim Kelly's 31. Thank you, Sully. So Derek Carr is going to move up to number top 10 easily in passing yards. Yeah. He already has four Pro Bowls. How sh- long is he going to be a top 10 in passing yards? Well, Five minutes? Eight. No, nah, you know, the list is there's not a lot of active guys that are this high up. Ryan Tannehill's on there, also a second ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> he might have to wait a little bit, Ryan. There I'm sorry. There aren't a lot of guys. Jared Goff <laughs> comes in at 74. No, so he's going to have big numbers, and he's going to have a lot of Pro Bowls. 
So he's going in the Hall of Fame. And if, what do those numbers actually mean? Because some th- numbers are great, but some numbers are just numbers. He's not won a playoff game. You combine that with a Super Bowl, especially in New York. Right. I do think, fair or not, the New York Super Bowl thing helps you get in the Hall of Fame. Well, I listen, think Eli's Eli going to get in. had two, though. Yeah, but it's going to be first ballot because it was New York. If it was somewhere else, Jim Plunkett had two as a Raider. And well, he also talk about the Pro Bowlers. Like, who's he going to get into the Pro Bowl over? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Well, he's leading the Jets Trevor to the Lawrence. Like, he's who? leading the Jets to the Super Bowl in this scenario. So I assume he's going to ball out. Okay, but well, but here's the thing about why the Jets are so attractive. The Jets are attractive because they have a top five defense yeah. and they do have good weapons. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're throwing for five thousand yards. Listen. Derek Carr was at this year's Pro Bowl. He can make it if he is on a Super Bowl winning team. <laughs> so was Snoop Huntley. I mean, everybody yeah. was. Yeah. You and I were at the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it, they were playing flag football and like catching water balloons. I, mean, I know. I don't really understand why Derek Carr was there, but he was a Pro <laughs> Bowler this year. You're telling me on the 7 and 10 Raiders against the Pro Bowl, he's going to be on a Super Bowl. They'd probably be for. I'll go one step further. If the Jets win the Super Bowl, I will guarantee that Derek Carr's in the MVP conversation because how else is that, this going to all come together? I don't buy the Jets plan, by the way. That's a nice thing to say. (laughs) It's an awesome thing to say. I just like, so here's a list of the quarterbacks who are in the Hall of Fame who have won either one Super Bowl or no Super Bowl. Okay. Brett Favre. Yeah. Marino. Stabler. Kurt Warner. Wyatt Tittle. Namath. Warren Moon. Dan Fouts. Jim Kelly. Sonny Jurgensen. Does it seem like Derek Carr belongs in that list? Not yet. But this would be with one Super Bowl. Yeah. These are all guys who have one or none. Well, okay. Uh, who's going to be in their future? Rivers will probably make it in. He belongs in that conversation. Does he? Well, is Derek Carr as good as Philip Rivers? No, he's not, but you're leading him to a Jets Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I didn't weight it properly. Like Joe Namath won a Super Bowl with the Jets, and because of his fame, more likely he got it. Well, I'm His assuming, numbers are not really If he right. can win, if say he signs with the Jets and he's 31 and he wins a Super Bowl now, I'm also giving him some more success with the Jets. Maybe I'm I'm extrapolating. Of course, no, he's not a first battle Hall of Famer, but that's it's possible I things know, turn see, around for Derek Carr. But you can't start off this relationship on a lie. Like, oh, you think the, the Jets are lying to him? <laughs> yes, I think they are definitely <laughs> lying to him. And like, you know, it's one thing to be sold and you'd be recruited and all that and and you know, Derek Carr's used to that. He got recruited in college. I'm sure people tell him stuff that's not true all the time. But you can't start off this relationship writing checks that you can't cash. That's not I, the way to do this. I think we should put this up on a poll. I just think you're underestimating how much acclaim you'd get for leading the Jets. No, I get to it. To the Super Bowl. I haven't won since Super Bowl three. Which, by the way, we can't even say the Jets without saying the Jets. I know. Like, <laughs> I did say Yeah, the Jets. The Jets. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I would like to, this year. I'd like horrible. to make a show bet. I mean, this could be a long time from now. First of all, he has to get he has to sign with the team. Now, are we talking about first ballot only or just Hall of Famer? <laughs> first period? ballot only. I love how in the year twenty you know thirty five, we're all going to be like about that car bet. It'll be today. By the way, is the anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. That will be nothing compared to Derek Carr leading the Jets <laughs> to a Super Bowl. Do you understand how monumental this would be? <laughs> This would be a huge, huge thing. It goes up there on the all-time. And I think the Jets were selling him on, hey, you'll get that Eli Manning. They're like, hey, look at Eli Manning. He's a first-bout Hall of Famer. That dude could sometimes couldn't even play at 25 no, interceptions in a season. I know. Well, Eli Manning won two Super Bowl, two Super Bowl MVPs and did not win another playoff game outside of those two runs. I know. Honestly, 
I'm not totally sure Eli Manning deserves a Hall of Fame, but he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Um, I, I think Phil Rivers is a ballot. I don't know if he's getting first ballot. He he might. His na- last yeah. name is famous. He's Walter Payton Man of the Year. He Look at the guys who are getting in. I mean, Demarcus Ware is no more a Hall of Famer than Eli Manning. I, I don't think. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Yeah, I mean, Ware was really good. It was really good, yeah. but it, it's a very liberal Hall of Fame. Seven guys get in a year. Baseball, we have one or two. Yeah. So, but quarterback. Well, this is you're taking the Deion Sanders argument. There should be two tiers in the hall. So Dion gets yeah. to be in like the inner chamber, and everyone else has to look on the outside or whatever. I don't know if Derek Carr gets to nine Pro Bowls, and apparently all he has to do is have a pulse, and he, he will. <laughs> he's got, and gets he's, a ring. He's made four. He's got five more to go. Yeah, if he could stay in the league, apparently Derek Carr gets invited to every Pro Bowl because he was there <laughs> this year, and he had a very disappointing season. I know. Was he actually in the Pro Bowl, or does he just live in Vegas and showed up? <laughs> that's a great question. Well, wow, that's why he made it. It's all about proximity. He didn't even play the last, how many games? The last three games did last him stuff? two games. Last two? Yeah. Was he named a pro bowler? Or is this because Josh Allen decided to go play golf in Tahoe for the weekend? Yeah, okay. Well, I, he's the only pro bowler I remember because he had such a good line about how he's not wanted by the Raiders. Yeah. So he kind of was the star of Pro Bowl weekend. I know, but maybe he was just like in the neighborhood and decided to come down. I'd like to just real quick do a test of who who's a pro bowl, uh, who's a Hall of Famer, Philip Rivers. I don't think he's a first ballot. I think he is. Okay. I, yeah. Rivers, St- and let's go Stafford. Right. It's the Rivers played in one AFC championship game. I know. But they're going to say, well, Belichick knocked you out. I could be wrong, by the way. I I, I don't know anything about these guys that you don't. Yeah. Matthew Stafford? I don't think so. You do. I think so. His numbers are going to be so impressive by the time he hangs it up. Numbers, he's got that ring. The ring, maybe. But a lot of there are guys who have rings who aren't in. Yeah, well, oh, that's a that's a list I want to hear. We can do it next. Who has a ring and is not it? Well, you're going to get the obvious ones, like the Dilfers and the Brad Dilfer, Johnson. Brad the Johnson's. He did Nick more Foles, than that. Nick Foles. Yeah, Foles will not get in. But are there any multi-time pro bowlers with rings that did not get in? I don't know. It's hard because Brady just took them all. Yeah. Brady took them all. Russell Wilson's probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he, yes, he probably is. It's Joe, not fair. Joe Flacco? Does he have multiple Flacco, pro bowls? We just looked it up. Yeah, he has no pro bowls. He he was actually wasn't it, he named to one. He was but named to one. Could but not show up. Yeah, in 2015, I guess he was yes. named to one. We do not recall this. So, but so just back to the Eli Man thing, I'm looking at the class of 2025, which is what he's in. Yeah. Luke Keekley, Earl Thomas, Adam Vinatieri, Joe Staley, Marshawn Lynch, Eli Manning. So he has a shot because it's a fairly weak-ish first oh, ballot class. Are pretty, those guys sound pretty good to yeah, me. Yeah, they all yeah. sound like Hall of Famers. So the, the year afterwards, though, Marquise Pounty, Drew Brees, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Frank Gore, Jason Witten. So those are the guys the year after him. So if he doesn't get in in 2025 first ballot, it mm. might take him a few years because he's not getting in before Drew Brees. You don't think they're going to make an exception for someone with the last name Manning? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're overthinking it. Manning is Giants, all you need to know. Giants, like, I, I mean, they, that's just the first ballot, and there's five guys that get in, so all the other guys who are, have been on the ballot for years, he might not make it. I mean, maybe for the last name, who knows, but that's not how the Hall of Fame balloting works. You have to, you know, you have to I think advocate might get for a guy, a... you have to be a, a nomination, then a semifinalist, finalist, and then in. I don't know about Marshawn Lynch. I'd have to look at the numbers being a no-brainer over Eli. I think that's a close No, one. I don't think Marshawn is. He's, he's definitely probably not a Hall of Famer. He might be long-term. Yeah, I mean, he feels like a Hall of Famer to me, but not a not a no-brainer first ballot. you have any other quarterbacks on that list? Well, I'm looking at the list of guys who won Super Bowls. It's really, you go down, it's Mahomes, definite. Stafford, debatable. Brady, Mahomes, Brady, Nick Foles, we talked about. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Flacco, 
Rodgers, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Manning, Manning, Roethlisberger, Brady, Brady, Brady. It's a lot. The last 20 years, it's hard to tell. Tom Brady ruined this whole this you know, whole discussion. I was just thinking about this. Does Tom Brady deserve to just go in alone? They're not going to do that. But, like, if you were ever going to make the case for one guy to just have the whole weekend to himself, I, I you, you couldn't do it, but, like... Jeter-ish? Like, G- didn't well, Jeter go in alone? Jeter would end up happening because the pandemic ended up uh, postponing the actual oh, okay. ceremony. But So he was up there with other guys. But could Brady, I mean, hmm. should he just get the whole weekend to himself? But the NFL always put seven guys. No, I know. No, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'd hate to be... One of the other players there when Brady... <laughs> no one's going to remember you, yeah. you who, being there. Who retired this year? J.J. Well, J.J. Watt, people... That's he'll, yeah, he'll pe- be fine. People love J.J. Watt. People love J.J. Who else retired? Anyone good? A.J. Green? No. Ooh, he's close. Nah. That's going to be tough. I don't think so. You know, the one I think maybe like Derek Carr is Kurt Warner, but Kurt Warner was an MVP. He dominated. Yeah. I think... Uh, all right, maybe the Jets did tell a little bit of a lot. <laughs> you think? But I'm voting. I'm voting for Derek Carr if he gets his Jets team to a to a Super Bowl or wins a Super Bowl. Then he's a folk hero. I don't know if that makes him a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to have to play unbelievably in the AFC to get out of that conference to beat the Chiefs. But to Maggie's point, with that defense and all the weapons he has around him, he might not have to play great. He just has to play Derek Carr. But if he those weapons, well, are you might him not good want numbers. him to go full Derek Carr. You might want him to play a little yeah, I'd bit. Advise against that. Yeah, <laughs> Stu's watched a lot of Derek Carr games. Yeah, but Derek Carr's never had the defense and or the weapons. So like. Can still maybe find just, a way to throw an, yeah, a, maybe an interception. Just Derek Carr yeah. enough. Devonte Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro last year. What do you mean he's never had the weapons? <laughs> but the defense. I, I get yeah. he has Max Crosby, but the Jets' defense is significantly better than what the Ra- what he's ever had with the Ravers, Raiders, even with Khalil Mack. I, this is unbelievable that we did Derek Carr Hall of Fame. Derek Carr Hall of Fame conversation <laughs> on a day when Perloff's taking a pie to the face. We yeah. should really just fast forward. Here's to the, the question: part. Before Diana Rossini said it, and before we hypothesize about him winning one with the Jets, has Derek Carr Hall of Fame ever Never. even come into? Not your head? even close. Not even close. Never. Yeah, yeah. A Super and Bowl I, title with the Jets, two with the Jets, maybe. Well, two. One, he's not getting in. Okay. Pure Let's not get greedy here, Samter Jets fans. They're <laughs> dreaming about two Super Bowls. If we if we bring Derek Carr in, we're going to make the playoffs once or twice. Like that's I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm that's not expecting a, much. Yeah, I, I, that's why it'd be such a different Derek Carr than we've ever known before if he gets Super Bowl. Josh Allen Hall of Famer. That's happening, Maggie. Not yet. He will. The guy's played in one AFC championship game. He's he's five years into his career. Let's pump the brakes. He's got a million touches. He's already like eighth on an all-time list. On t- I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's great. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, a future prediction that had us scratching our heads. No, not Derek Carr getting into the Hall of Fame. Something even wilder than that, if you can believe it. Perloff and I will get to that in just a moment. Don't move. You are watching. You're listening to Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 158, the free Odyssey app. And come on in. We are streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, Perloff takes a pie to the face. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. Now, Maggie, you know there's nothing I like more than a draft prospect in any sport. Yeah, I prefer the guy. The next person. The next person is all I care about. Yep. So normally, I'd be obsessed with a high school phenom who's going to change the entire NBA. But I am very nervous about Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> Do we have to explain to the audience who Victor Wembanyama is? He, the French windmill. Yeah, you is, named him that, which. Right. We so, should get to those t-shirts, by the way, before everyone else does. He's a <laughs> he's a French prospect, right, who's over seven 
be tall. It's coming out now how much he is. Yeah. Who's expected to be the number one pick, and teams yes. are tanking for him. Yes. Giant, skinny guy with lots of skills. Yep. Is that accurate? Yeah, he's incredible. If you ever watch you know, videos on YouTube, honestly, yeah. I'm not watching full games with one Binyama. I'm not going to pretend like I am, but he's, it's like he's Durant, but even taller, right? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like about. Giannis, maybe a little thinner. Like he's not very a lot thinner. A lot thinner. If you don't think Yao Ming, get Yao Ming out of your head. Yao Ming had, had had legs like tree trunks. This guy is a little more, not maybe as thin as Durant, but well, more here's like why Durant. I'm nervous because as a young man, I got obsessed with a 76ers pick named Sean Bradley. Yeah. Now Webayama is more skilled than Sean Bradley. But he's seven five. What did the story say? Seven so, five and growing. So he doesn't actually. It, it's very touchy about how tall he is. Right. This is the opposite of every other man out there. Instead of lying yeah. about your height to try to make yourself taller, Wembenyama is, and the people around him. I shouldn't say him, but the people around him are trying to be a little cagey about how tall he actually is because. Seven five, you're right. Who's seven five? Yeah, George Mirasan? Like who's seven five? Yao Ming, George Mirasan. I don't think maybe. Yao was seven five. I thought it was like seven two. Oh right. Okay. What I mean, this you're getting really tall. But again, There's Yao no player was like come. Yao had legs like tree trunks. I mean There's, they were he was sturdy seven, solid. Six. Yao was seven six. Yeah, yeah, but he was but like you said, he was sturdy. Right? Was like Sean like Bradley seven, was a stick. Six? Yeah, he was a monster. I've had I've, I've interviewed was, him, I've taken a photo next to him. Pretty effective too. He won a lot of playoff games, yeah. but Okay, it's today's NBA where centers generally don't win, and they definitely don't win in the playoffs because you pull them out to the perimeter and they become useless. I know, but he can shoot. Yeah, he, he can, can shoot. He can right, dribble, but if he's he seven foot five, he's got, he's got a handle. Yeah, but if you're turning him into a guard, then he loses all the effectiveness of being seven foot five. That's what I'm saying. Is he going to go down low and dominate? Is he going to stay outside? If he's shooting threes. He's not going to scare anybody. I KD's mean, he's done pretty well being seven feet and just being outside. Dirk, but that's, same thing. to me, that's a gigantic leap to compare him to KD because well, KD's one of the greatest to ever do it. We haven't, we have no idea if he has those kind of skills. We haven't seen KD had a great year in college basketball. He still went number two in the draft. I don't know. Do we really see KD there? Well, that's the whole thing about hyping up prospects. Like this is where the comparisons go, and you start calling Zach Wilson the next Patrick Mahomes, yeah. you might get yourself in trouble. <laughs> but maybe when Benyama's the next. Katie, I don't even know if that's actually the comp that he's no, getting he's the most. Nine inches taller than Katie. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> Katie is seven feet. Yeah, I think he does. He try and claim he's under seven feet. Yeah, the only guys who I've ever heard this was Katie tries to claim he's six eleven, and Kevin Garnett always had his high school height listed, but he grew to be over seven feet. Yeah, but he always was listed tall. at six eleven. Katie's feet were half a size too. I know. Well, one one think... toe, and they probably they would have beaten the Bucks. What makes anyone think that Wembenyama can shoot like Kevin Durant? We've I, seen him. Well, well, maybe not like Kevin Durant, but we've seen him we, shoot the lights He out. has the ability to shoot. He's not a finished product like right. Durant. Right, but a lot of guys on YouTube have the ability to shoot. I, have you actually sat wait, and wait, scouted? Hold on, right, hold on, he's hold playing on. professional basketball, and he also came to the U.S. and just schooled all these, like the Ignite kids and everybody else. Here's the question. Sounds like you're jumping off the bandwagon. I'm off the bandwagon. I'm oh, totally wow. worried about him. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's you're worth... You're on everyone's bandwagon. I don't it's think wild worth, for you to jump off. Yeah, no, I think he's one of the most overhyped prospects we've seen in a long time and I'm basing this on his height his body frame and the way the game is today I don't I don't understand why everyone would be tanking for wait him. are you wow. still on the Chet Holmgren bandwagon no I'm off that oh. was I ever on that I think you were <laughs> I was <laughs> mildly hard. on that but I'm a, I mean listen I think Devin Booker is the kind of guy who wins NBA titles you need to be you need to be fast you need to be really strong and you need to be able to incredibly shoot and how do we know that well Giannis also is the kind of guy who wins titles 
Like, because he actually won one over Devin Booker. Yeah, but he's not the prototype. He did, but that was because Middleton was the Devin Booker on Milwaukee. You need you need perimeter scores to win a title now, right? That's the way the NBA has redesigned itself. Sure. Big men don't win titles. They might win the MVP, but it's not a big man's league. That's why I'm nervous about this prospect. I unless I mean, you guys are comparing him to KD. Well, not us. I mean, not people who are actually sitting in the gym who are watching him. I'd like to see him We're actually secondhand. get into the NBA and start shooting like KD. If he could do that, yes. But KD I, I, is an anomaly. It's hard to compare anyone to him. Well, I mean, listen, that's the season we're in, you yeah. know, because he's got a really special skill set. And now, you know, it's going to be time where he's going to start coming over to the U.S. And pretty like he's not now. He's playing for the French team. It's a little bit outside of Paris is the team he's playing for. But you're going to hear more and more and more about him. And But he's being compared to LeBron. Uh, I think Magic Johnson said he's going to have a LeBron-like impact. That is What does that mean? It means... Take over the league. Take over the league. I just think that's overhype. I, I, Where's Magic getting his info? Uh, who knows? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Mean, he's more plugged in than you and I, that's for sure. But like, Where does he get the fodder for those obvious <laughs> tweets that he puts out? I don't know. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I mean, I don't even think this is a hot take. The start comparing, talking about LeBron and KD for a 7'5 skinny dude seems really nervous to me because we did it with Sean Bradley. The hype around that guy was incredible, and he had no chance. Well, the thing about Sean Bradley, and I know obviously what happened to him later in his life was very, very sad, or, you know, he was hit by a car, and it was terrible, but Sean Bradley was more gangly. When Yama weirdly doesn't look gangly if that's possible for a seven foot five guy it he it's it's so under control and it's so fast like that's the other thing I you know guys like Sean Bradley and guys like Yao I mean these guys are not fat even Manute Bowl wasn't fast you know yeah Bradley was somewhat fast not like Wembenyama Right, they had a video of Sean Bradley running the floor that made him famous where he runs past everyone dunks the ball yeah so he had a lot of athleticism but you're right, not like one. Not million. like this, though. This is like the 2.0 or 4.0 version of it. Yeah, I, I feel like we're overhyping. Are you going to try to? You're going to try to short Wembenyama stock? I definitely am. I mean, yeah. listen, Rudy Gobert is a highly paid center, right? Yeah. They pull him off the court in the fourth quarter of playoff games because you cannot have a center in today's NBA in crunch time because you're going to abuse him on the perimeter. Right, and he also doesn't shoot three. Like he, you know, yeah, a but little it, more limited. It was more the de- he's the best defensive player in the league, and they had to pull him because he couldn't yeah. he couldn't guard the pick and roll. So what's Wembenyama? Gonna, I I think it's gonna be hard to dominate. It's not a center league anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, but he's got skills that are not just center skills. But they're only talking about those skills because the dude's seven five. If he had these skills and he was some French player who shot really well and he was six five, he wouldn't be in the news. It's the seven five is what makes him unique. Yeah, I don't um, know. I'm definitely shorting him. You could definitely have it if you want. You want to be a Wembenyama guy? No, I mean, I wasn't a Chet person, but uh, I just didn't think his body was going to be able to hold up. And meanwhile, here we are. We haven't seen him yeah, his whole rookie I barely season. Remember. When was that? It was, was that only year. a year ago that Chet Holmgren? Yes. Oh, my God. He was God. in the last year's draft. It was well, Paolo Boncaro 1 and him 2. And isn't Wembenyama no, I'm sorry. Six it was Chet inches? 3. The kid from I Houston. I thought Chet was 2. No, Chet was 2, and the kid from Houston was 3. Yeah. Wembenyama is 6 inches taller than Chet Holmgren. Crazy. I think it's probably can only go one of two ways. It's either going to be all time great. Yeah. Change the game. Oh my gosh. Magic Johnson was right. Or it's going to be what could have been. Never saw the guy. Yeah. That's the other thing too. If yeah. you're seven, six, 
I can't imagine it's easy to stay healthy. No, not easy. I, I can't imagine how you live your life. You know, that, oh, getting into cars. Well, just yeah, anything. It's so the this world is not created for someone who is seven foot. I'm six. used to it. I can explain to you how. To do <laughs> yeah, that. I know, no. Sandra. If we need somebody who's five foot six, we'll come straight to you. I, I can't I buy shirts. Knee. I'm six three, and I can't buy shirts because the sleeves aren't long enough. Aww, can you imagine? Poor you. Can you imagine Victor <laughs> Wembanyama trying to shop? I get you. Got to go fully custom. That's why it's good that he's French because all the great designers are in France. So, you know, custom Dior shirts, he'll fit right in. When he was 13, he he probably had a lot of trouble buying clothes, I would imagine. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm surprised. So you think I'm out there by being anti-Wembenyama? Because I definitely definitely am. I think tanking for him is... Listen, you don't actually need to, like, give NBA teams a real reason to tank. Half (laughs) of them are basically on the cusp all the time anyway. They're just looking for a reason. They'll find a guy to, yeah. to draft. Sam Preston, Oklahoma City. He's like, oh, there might be a whiff of somebody somewhere. <laughs> Pull everybody. In. Let's get a thousand draft picks. We'll go get him. Yeah, that's true. They it's do like, like it's, the tank. It's a business model. I mean, the Sixers tanked for years, and and everyone keep... was just like, ho hum. <laughs> yeah, they got a, oh, a random assortment of players. A couple who may have worked out. Yeah, and, and Joel Embiid. They basically got Embiid, who they took third because he didn't even play his rookie season. You're right. That's my point. I, I am going to take, this is going to be my stance. I'm going to take the cautious approach to draft where everyone else, usually I get, I thought Zion, I mean, I'm ready to put Zion in the Hall of Fame for his 29 games in the NBA. <laughs> so I'm, I'm You're usually still on, Web, on Zion out yeah. on Webb. I don't like centers. I don't think Jokic should keep winning the MVP, Maggie. I, I'm anti-center in the NBA. I, I don't know. even love Embiid. Embiid. Embiid's got to win a title. Is he going to? I, I mean, considering the year that Philadelphia's had, you're probably going to the finals and losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just stay consistent here, funny, Philly sports. I'll take that with the Phillies. I'll take that with the Sixers, and it killed me with the Eagles. Oh, of course it would. And uh, I have to take a pie because of it. Thanks, Maggie. <laughs> and you will take a pie coming up at the top of the hour. Oh, wait, we weren't supposed to tell Ackerman that. Uh, Jeffrey Howells in the chat. Perloff shops at the Big Tall and Pale store. Nah, that didn't seem nice. That's, that's not, not nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Thomas saying, sorry to say this because he seems like a great kid and is very skilled, but vis-a-vis Wembenyama, two words, stress fracture. Yeah, I know. That's not, that would be bad. Yeah, we That's not really what we're saying. Obviously, we, nobody wants to see him get hurt. I don't know. These tall, skinny guys, I'm just getting so many Bradley flashbacks. Bradley was so skilled in college in the BYU highlights. Oh, I know. But it turned out he was playing a much different schedule once he got to the NBA than <laughs> BYU. That's why we yeah, don't Yeah, they play re- 30 games and then you go to the NBA. We don't like really know who Wembenyama is playing against, do we? Well, at least he's playing in a professional league. Yeah. I mean, that helped for Luca. It helped for Ricky Rubio. It helped for Tony Parker. Yeah. I mean, he was playing against guys who were in their 20s. And he came to the U.S. and he played against the top yeah, U.S. talent. Summer. And he just ripped it up. Lit, lit him up. Wait, how old was the top U.S. out? Were he's playing against? I thought it was well, against he, he's Czech, against, right? like, the Ignite. So it's, again, oh, a yeah, lot of young yeah. guys, too, but it's like the, the guys who are also going to be top five picks, like the Scoot Hendersons and all those guys that he just lit up. Mm, okay. 855-212-4CBS. We were supposed to fit something else into that segment, too, which we didn't get to. Bronny? Yeah. Who's That's the about, news on LeBron James's kid. Talking about overhyped. I mean, come <laughs> oh, on. Jeez. I mean, he has to be overhyped by definition. Okay. We'll read you the scout, the latest scouting report on Bronny James, and you guys can be the judge because Perloff, what was your line to me earlier? I read you the scouting report on Bronny James, and you said, "Oh my gosh, it was like setting someone up with a friend and saying she has a great personality because there was <laughs> nothing about how he's good at basketball in there." 
We'll read you the latest Bronny James scouting report in just a moment. Uh, got a lot more for you. Again, why, if you are watching us on youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, you're going to want to stick around. If you have access to a computer, you're going to want to get to it. Perloff's taking a pie to the face at the top of the hours, paying off a bet. Eagles lost the Super Bowl slash charitable, charitable component on top of this as well from one of our callers, Nick in Texas, one of our friends. So we will get to all of that right after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Perloff is paying off a bet today. He's taking a pie to the face in about 15-ish minutes, something like that. Explain to me how this is going to work. So I have 45 minutes of show left. Yep. (laughs) You've been been hit by a pie. It gets everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's gross. My eyebrows are going to be rock solid from dried sugar. And somehow, after you do this, you're going to have to explain the difference between an exclusive and a non-exclusive franchise (laughs) tag. (laughs) Just with pie all over yourself. Yes. I'm going to break down the free agency situation, Daniel Jones' options (laughs) for the Giants. Yes. Do you tag Jones or Barkley? And Perloff's going to have to do that just filled with pie. Can you not take someone seriously if they have... Pumpkin pie and whipped cream all over their face. Do I lose some credibility? No, you still project you uh, authority, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how much authority I project on a normal basis. Definitely not with <laughs> yeah, pumpkin right. pie. Definitely. Uh, so, have you decided who's going to hit you in the pie? Hit you with the pie in the face? Have you picked wow. out which it's one definitely of us? Not, it's lucky... definitely not Samter. No, Samter. The angle will get right up my nose yeah. if he comes up with that Mike Tyson. So it's down yeah, to you and Stu. Stu. I mean, Ackerman would probably do it. Uh, he probably would. No, a- Ackerman's angry at me yeah, or we, we something. Gotta... You don't want, oh, you don't want Gelb. That's for sure. Because Gelb's <laughs> gigantic. Face to face. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Gelb no. will really go for it, too. Yeah. Gelb um, would enjoy that. Yeah. So it comes down to Stu and Maggie. I mean, I think Ryan Hickey's back there somewhere. Mm. <laughs> I, I take Ryan Hickey because that he's going to miss. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, he's he's going to miss. He's going to miss. He's not going to miss. Um, any other takers? Who else is, a, who's around today? Stu, <laughs> I think our one, bosses are all gone. Stu, from one to 10, how much do you like me? <laughs> <laughs> Same question for you, Maggie. <laughs> I'd like you a 10. Oh, really? I thought it was going to be between eight and 10. But thank you. <laughs> Stu, what do you got? Nine. Look at right. that. Wow. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about this one now. What's, what, what's this missing one, Stu? Yeah, yeah Stu. What did Perloff ever do to you? It's like reserved for like the girlfriend and family. Um, yeah, right. So for the girlfriend or family, if they ask you that, it's infinity or a million. Yeah, not even true. on the chart. Yeah, not, Stu, yeah. you can't fall for that. From yeah. one to ten, I love you a million or something. <laughs> yeah. Somebody say. You got th- I love you this much and just hold your hands out as wide as they can go. As, lo- as wide as Victor Wembanyama's hands would be. But if Maggie's you- got an arm. I've seen Maggie's a pretty good athlete. And so- I told you, I've been working out. I told Pearl off the other yeah. day, I've been doing these weights exercises yeah. and they like, I'm really tired. Uh, they're they're tiring me out in a way I wasn't expecting. Do you know how fast you can throw a baseball, or have you ever been timed on a? I have been timed with a, a lacrosse stick <laughs> and throwing a lacrosse ball <laughs> when I was a sideline reporter of lacrosse, and uh, I think I got clocked at like like sixty five or seventy miles an hour. I have no frame of reference though for lacrosse balls. Like, is that fast? Is that no? <laughs> no, it was not. Kind of. Uh, By the way, okay, it's not a good moment for me, but everyone laughed. At my Quick face. aside, we're getting close to the combine, and I don't know your forty time. Have you been working on your forty at all? <laughs> my explosiveness is off the what charts you, 5. right now. Five point oh, four point eleven. No, I was I was a sub six at in Vegas last yeah. year. Five point so nine. We know you're athletic, Stu. How fast can you throw something? What's your fastball speed? I think I had seventy high seventies, but that was maybe because college. I don't know. 
Hi, seventy. The, the radar fact that gun. Stu got got <laughs> clocked in college. I've got Maggie. You were throwing the pie at me. Stu's secretly <laughs> throwing heat over here. And he gave me a nine. I had some friends on on the baseball team. Man, yeah. Stu, what were you throwing? Splitters, spitters, cutters, <laughs> backdoor sliders. I was on the baseball team. I couldn't hit seventy. <laughs> seventy nine is pretty good, right? High seventies yeah. is legit. All right, I, Stu, I, I you might that. you might have just You're taken out. yourself out of the room. Maggie, running. you were throwing a pie in my face at about. 5.12 Eastern Time. Okay. There we go. YouTube.com <laughs> slash CBS Sports Radio. Is this that, stupid pumpkin pie defrost yet, yeah. though? That no, is amazing. No, hold on, it's Maggie, Maggie, here's the question. He says throwing a pie in his face. Are we doing like a... No, you have to decide like how strategically yeah, like you want to do this. cartoon style? Are you going like full... And then are you letting it go and letting it fly? Or are you just going to smush it in his face? You know, to be honest, I've never pied anybody. I've been yeah. pied. I've never pied someone else. I think you have to read the room. If we get pie all over the studio... There are other hosts who will not like it. Yeah, with well, the barbecue Mike, sauce. Mike, you're going to take the heat for that. You're going to take the heat for that. I mean, this is you. the Maggie and Perloff studio. I mean, everything was designed and built for us. But the night studio, the nighttime people might not love it. And Ack will not love the it. The barbecue sauce smells well, our, our great. Our boss just walked in. So oh, yeah, I think he's all about it. He keeps coming <laughs> in. I want to watch the pie. So he's, he's signing off on it. Dave, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio and hit subscribe. Yeah, ask Dave how fast he can throw a baseball. Because I could consider Dave Marinick. Dave Marinick, how fast? Get on the mic. How fast can you throw a baseball? Uh, probably 75. What? Marinick coming with the lightning. <laughs> Jeez. I'm any of this. No, we're throwing 75 out of the blue. You know, that's got to be our next field trip is going to be to a batting cage or something. We're okay. going to radar get gun. a radar gun like tomorrow, and we're going to test this. There's no way <laughs> Stu is breaking 65. And Marinick, Wait, I mean, maybe he'll break 65. Wait, we can't let Dave Marinick leave the control room without the world and the country hearing Dave Marinick's laugh. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. We need to do it on command. That was awesome. We didn't have to tell you a joke. <laughs> he can just do it like, listen, some actors and actresses can cry on cue. Dave can just laugh on cue. No, 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 but Dave's not a trained actor as far as I know. He's a trained laugher. It's so good. We got to bottle it up. Yeah. And he can throw 75 miles an hour. Yeah. The other thing that we should do as a team that I'm terrible at is fast pitch and fast pitch softball in a cage. You told Kevin Millar yesterday you couldn't hit 60. You know. We got to go and, you know, it goes up to 80. Can yeah, no, no. I can't make contact. I'll bail out. But say I have to play college baseball or high school? High school baseball. So maybe Mike can get, get a hold of one of those. You think you can turn on? You can probably turn on a 70 mile an hour. I used to be able to. I haven't yeah. been in a cage in years. I used to be able to turn on, like, mid yeah. to high 80s. I think that's our spring training trip. We go do a show trip. I don't know where you can get clocked. There's no way that... There's Mi- a place in Midtown, I know. If Marinette gets to 75 miles an hour, I will take a pie for the entire Philly season. That's not <laughs> happening. A There's pie no a day. Chance he's throwing 75. That's not, ha- Mike, that's not happening, maybe, right? No, maybe when he was in college and his like athletic peak, he could have hit 75. Right now, if he breaks 65, I'd be amazed. I don't know. Marinette is in pretty good shape. He might be at his athletic peak. Yeah, but the muscles you need to get to that speed, A, the torque from your lower body and then just the strength from your upper body and the muscles in your back and your arm to do it and your shoulder, like it takes training. You can't just like come out of the woodwork out of yeah. nowhere and throw 75. How about two, uh, who said this? Was it Jerry in the chat? He said, put it in the microwave for two minutes and defrost it. Yeah, but what if I microwave it too long and then I have third degree burns? <laughs> scorching pie it's to the dangerous, face. Dangerous the game you're playing. Comes to life. Oh. Listen, pick your poison here, yeah, Perloff. I mean, dangerous you wanna... game you're playing with my face there, Jerry. <laughs> this is my moneymaker, dude. <laughs> I know that's about to get creamed. What? I, so I've never done this. Should I let go of the pie or do I hold it on there the whole time? I think you're going to hold it in this studio because Got you it. don't want 
pie flying everywhere. Uh, by the way, Steve Palazzolo, pro football focus. Yeah. Minor league pitcher. I happened to ask him at the Super Bowl what he maxed out at. Is that right? He's 6'10". Yeah, he's the tallest guy in Radio Row. Had a nine-year yeah. minor league career and threw the ball 94. So, yeah, that's, that's so yeah. Stu's at 79, and he's 5'11". Not, <laughs> no, I don't buy that. I don't buy it. Stu, I'm sorry. You gave me a nine, so I don't mind calling you <laughs> out. Like 10 years ago, too, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, you did say it was 10 years ago. I've been in like five years at least, so I'm sure yeah. it's not. I'll a... enter the fray. If Stu can hit 70, <laughs> I will take a pie to the face. We did say peak. Yeah. We did say what you, what you max out at. I'm definitely not at my peak. <laughs> 70, though, on a, one on. of those machines at a, at a ballpark, you can hit that. Tutantani said Maggie, yeah, Maggie looks ballpark. too happy right now. Listen, I have taken no pleasure in hitting Pearl off in the face with a pie. Liar. What makes you guys think that this maybe, is going to be fun for me at all? Maybe because you're smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> Listen, I'm just smiling for the YouTube channel just to make sure, you know, I don't want to have a dead face on the camera. <laughs> no, I got to look maybe. engaged. Uh, yeah, if Stu didn't just tell the tell the world he hated my guts, then I would have gone to Stu. <laughs> uh, M. Pork says you got to mush it in his face. You do kind of mush it. Yeah. Mush it. Okay. I'll mush it. I'm not going to give you any advice because I'd like you to just sort of get in and out with the pie. I was going to throw it from like 10 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, if you completely whiff, am I off the hook? <laughs> yeah. I, my aim is not so good lately. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to happen soon. We were, we were supposed to talk about Bronny James there. We're going to do that next. We're going to read you the latest scouting report on LeBron James's son. Perloff said it's akin to telling someone they have a nice personality. That's <laughs> so bad. Two-ton Tony. Maggie doesn't have a poker face. You're right about that. All right, guys. Coming up in the next segment, Andrew Perloff takes one Sarah Lee pumpkin pie straight to the dome. Don't miss it. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio.